time for war, death, and mind games. Woo. Yep, it's that time of the month again. No, not that time of the month, you dirty, sick bastards. And here I was with all these extra tampons. <laughs> Welcome to episode six of the Mutant Musings podcast, where we talk about all things X-Men all the time. It's January 2017, and we'll be discussing some comics and news from December 2016. I'm your host, Jonathan, and with me as always is the Disco Dazzler. Patty! Although the X-Men have been pushed into a small corner of the Marvel Universe in recent years, we're here to let people know that fans are just as passionate as ever about the X-Men. Mm-hmm. So please feel our passion, won't you? I will. Thank you. Okay, so obviously we're going to be discussing uh, Inhumans versus X-Men in, in just a little bit because that's the thing that's happening. But first, I wanted to talk about all new X-Men number 16 and just kind of like last month where we started out with a book that I absolutely hated before discussing uh, other important things that were going on. We're going to do the same thing this month too. So all new X-Men number 16. I didn't like it. It was stupid. <laughs> Review over. Let's move <laughs> on to humans versus X-Men. <clears throat> uh, no. I mean, you know, all new X-Men has been a pretty decent title. You know, it's. I'm kind of glad that the time-displaced kids have gotten, you know, their their own title, and it's cool to see them with uh, Wolverine, with with Laura. But it hasn't been the best, and this issue, issue just kind of really was just really kind of why. Yeah, um, it felt very pointless. It felt very obviously filler. The dialogue seemed like an afterthought. Just Why? everything was kind of meh about it. Um, so Why? the Goblin Queen is attacking South Beach with some demons. And Beast is like, well, I'm no sorcerer, but there's science. And that's close because I don't know how uh, science is close to sorcery, but okay. Well, I guess fucking Harry Potter should have a PhD or some shit. He, sh- he should. I mean, doesn't he? Doesn't he? I mean, isn't he Dr. Harry Potter these days? Probably. I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't know. I never read those books, so whatever. We'll just go with Dr. <laughs> Harry Potter. But young Scott is like, oh, Hank's going to come up with something, and Beast tries cutting his palm, and he bleeds all over everything, bringing us back to that time of the month. And he makes a reference to the hip hops, which sounds like something Bill Cosby would have said before he started drugging women. Um, and he just keeps going on about he doesn't understand, and he needs to save everyone, and then he turns into some sort of a hell beast, and then he goes to fight and gets rid of the demons, and Goblin Queen leaves. End of fucking story. Like, that's that's it. You know, all done. Here you go. Yeah, it just felt very lacking. Like, there was one page in it where... You know, the dialogue is like, just keep fighting. It's biting my arm off. This sucks. Sucks very much. Like, this was actually written by someone. And not just someone, like Dennis Hopeless. He's not... I love Dennis Hopeless. Yeah, he's he's an all-around nice guy. You know, I mean, we hang out every other weekend and drink coffee and bullshit. And he's like such a... No, I'm just... That's... He's... But okay, in reality, he's writing Spider-Woman, which is actually one of my favorite Marvel books right now, other than the X titles. And it's fucking amazing. And you should pick it up because he's really talented. It was just... This one book that was just like, why? Why is it here? Like, I don't know. Maybe he was like running short on deadlines. I don't know. Well, I don't think it's... I mean, I, I can see that, that he's running short on deadlines. It's certainly possible. And I don't think it's just that. I think that, you know, they're they're getting into Inhumans versus X-Men right now. And it's like, oh, well, you got to finish this up so we can get to IVX because that's going to be the big thing now for a few months. But I didn't, you know, I wasn't a big fan of even the beginning of this story arc, like the Goblin Queen just kind of showing up out of nowhere and, you know, all the demons and shit. And it's not that I don't enjoy the Goblin Queen. I mean, she's pretty sexy. And uh, all those demons... I don't like her. All those demons are pretty sexy, too. Mm-hmm. They're all flying around naked and shit. Um, it's sexy time for everyone, especially in South Beach. That's like the sexiest time ever. <laughs> but, you know... Even during that time of month. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, this this. this didn't strike me as anything relevant to anything and it was executed very poorly and like patty said you know i've read some of spider woman and it's a very good title and you know this guy the first time i remember hearing of dennis hopeless was a few years ago when uh, avengers arena started for those of you who haven't read that i mean it lasted like 17 issues and it was a complete story it wasn't like oh it got canceled because we were planning on doing so much more shit no, it was, you know, just one story beginning to end, and it was really, really fucking good. Think of Battle Royale meets Survivor, but with superheroes. 
and a couple of supervillains. And I'm not going to spoil who the villain is in that story. It will sound retarded, but it was fucking amazing. It's definitely one of my favorite series out there. Thanks for the suggestion. I'll definitely pick it up. Okay, by the way, the villain's Arcade. Oh my God, that's amazing. Um, I fucking love Arcade. But okay, so (laughs) yeah, I love Arcade. We had this discussion. Yes, we had this discussion before because he also showed up in an issue of Hellcat and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Arcade. I can't wait for you to read this. And then you're like, really? Arcade? And I was like, yeah, really. Suck my dick. One of the things that I did think was funny in this issue was how, you know, Beast is this smart dude and... Really? Yes. He makes, you know, he talks about how um, that old cliche of like when you're trying to do a spell or something and you need to use blood that he's like, why would you cut your palm? Because that's like the most sensitive part. And then oh. he said that the spell requested palm blood. And I was like, okay. Well, there are other sensitive parts, but we don't have to talk about cutting those. Dick blood? This spell requests specifically dick blood. But if it's that time of the month, then there's already... All right, you know what? We're not We're not going here. We're not, I'm sorry to offend the few of you who are listening who are probably just tuned out. Uh, <laughs> no, I feel like uh, I was going to say like Arcade is modeled after Tucker Carlson from Fox News, but obviously Tucker Carlson modeled himself after Arcade's look. Have you ever seen Tucker Carlson? Do you know who he is? No, off I don't. Okay, I'm going to pull up a picture. And for those of you who are listening along, you should do the same thing. Look at this guy. Wait, wait, wait. There's the bow tie. Oh, fuck. This dude should play arcade in the movie. Look at no. him. Now, he's a huge douche. Uh, Tucker Carlson is. But I totally believe that he would be trying to kill superheroes. Oh, I mean, no, this is like yeah. what he does for a living. He tries to kill superheroes. He would be the one behind the Mutant Registration Act. Yeah, he would. Fuck this guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. All right. So, in any case, uh, that's it for all new X-Men number 16 now. Moving on to Inhumans vs. X-Men, and that's going to be the primary focus for the next few months. I believe there's going to be six issues of it. I don't know exactly the release schedule. I know January we're getting IVX number two and three, and there's going to be a bunch of tie-ins and through a couple of the Inhumans uh, books as well. For Inhumans vs. X-Men number one, it opens with Hank talking to Scott at his grave, which is empty, by the way. But We're not supposed to know that, or at least the readers know that, but... The X-Men aren't supposed to know that. I know. We're in the know. We're the we're the cool kids. We have all the inside information. Beast meets with a group of X-Men, and Emma brings up finishing what Scott started, mm-hmm. which may not be a bad idea, because Beast tells them that the Terrigen Cloud, the one that's left, is going to completely disperse shortly, spreading throughout the entire atmosphere, and Earth is going to become uninhabitable for mutants. They've got, like, two fucking weeks left, Beast hasn't told the Inhumans yet. So Magneto, you know, assuming, hey, Mr. fucking Blue Smarty Pants, what's your solution? Because, yeah, he assumes that Beast had some kind of solution, and that's why they were telling him. And they're all just looking at him like, okay, what's the plan, Smarty Pants? Well, those are pretty stupid fucking pants because... And then Beast is like, we have to leave Earth or we're all going to die. And then Magneto says, fuck that shit. And he slams a table. And we're killing Earth everybody he literally slammed a table and said we're killing everyone yes Um, magneto was right magneto says we're not going out like bitches and emma has a plan so you know this was a pretty interesting setup right off the bat i mean they're talking about living off planet you know like going to fucking mars or the moon or something which is uh where I think fans were led to believe that the X-Men were going over a yep. year ago when this whole shit started. We're like, oh, fuck, the X-Men are going to have to move to like the moon or some bullshit. And they wound up moving to Limbo, and that's where they've been for a while. Oh, also, I don't know why, but Forge was in on this meeting. Well, that's, that's all you need to know. Forge was there, too. Yeah, he was, he was, he was there. I saw him. He, yep. was, uh, he was standing around yep. playing with his wrench. Yeah, it was supposed to be all the, uh, you know, um, <laughs> useful, like, leader mutants, and then just, yeah, Forge was there. Yeah. You know, somebody's got to go get the coffee. Some, yeah, I mean, you know, he's like the mutant intern. Uh, you know, he's put a few decades in, but he still hasn't moved past an intern. Yeah, uh, you know, he's, he, somebody's got to fix the coffee machine, you know. Got to install one of those, uh, you know, like, they have those um, things built into the refrigerator with water. 
He's got to install one for uh for Wolverine to just yes. have beer. Yes. That's that's what he's working on right now. That's his current project. That's his very specific occupation. That is his very no, no, no. specific that's, job. That's just what he's doing right now. He turns he turns uh fridge water into beer dispensers. Yeah, he is basically Jesus. That is quite the niche occupation. Yes, and I he so. I mean he's got he's got long hair and he's brown, so he's basically Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, come on. Jesus wasn't white. He lived in the fucking Middle East. <laughs> Whatever. Why are we talking about Jesus? I don't know. Jesus was a mutant. Je- yeah, that I'm would make it. so much I'm, fucking sense. I'm claiming it right here, right now. Tis, I mean, tis the season. He turned water into wine. Jesus he could walk on water. He was a fucking mutant. Yeah, definitely a mutant. <clears throat> anyway, so... Emma's plan involves having Karnak taken out first. Uh, Fuck that guy. Medusa and Black Bolt are going to have to get taken out, and Emma wants to bitch slap Black Bolt personally. So that way they're leaderless, and the other Terrigen Cloud can be dealt with easily. And uh, so everything sounds fine. Everything sounds wonderful. Let's go punch this guy. We'll go punch that bitch. We'll go hit this guy, and everything's fine. And, And that's the solution. But they forgot about somebody. So Old Man Logan is like, what about Lockjaw? And, and they're all like, oh, who? Who's Lockjaw? Oh, we don't know a Lockjaw. Oh, that fucking, that huge fat ugly dog. That which, fucking thing. Which was my favorite fucking part of the issue because uh, this is very, very rare that we both read the same comic on the same night because Jonathan usually leaves his X-Books Towards the end of the week, like Monday or Tuesday. Literally nobody cares who's listening. Whatever. They don't care about my reading we, schedule. <laughs> we, whatever. We never read the same book on the same day. And this was one that we did. And I was so excited. And I wanted him to read this part because they didn't know what to do with Lockjaw. And all of the other important mutants were taking care of the big hitters. So we have Gene and the Cuckoos on Karnak. We have Emma on Black Bolt and uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and whoever on Medusa. Who's on Medusa? O- Emma's all over that big Black Bolt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they haven't gotten to Medusa yet, but we'll get to that a little bit all later. All right. Well, so then they're like, okay, so our main roster is pretty much, you know, taking care of the heavy hitters. So. Let's just call it Phantom X. And Phantom X is just like, really? I've After all I've done for the fucking X-Men, and you guys are making me take care of a dog. And all he did was put a clonopin in his food. And then Lockjaw went to sleep. Super spy. Yeah. Got that clonopin. I <laughs> I take clonopin, and it it's it's great. You should try it. Stop trying don't, to fucking peddle your wares. Uh-uh. Don't don't try it unless you have a prescription and you actually need it. Yes. Because that's bad. That is disclaimer. Thank you. So none of us will get in trouble. Okay. So they take out the big fucking ugly dog and whatever. And then they cut to Medusa giving some lame little speech to some kids about going through pterogenesis. And then she gets <laughs> called away Pussies. all of a sudden. Yeah, seriously. Beast thinks that... All of the mutants should leave. Like, let's go. Fuck that. Space is nice this time of year. Fuck that. Uh, what an asshole. But so they vote, and they decide to destroy the cloud. And Beast thinks the Inhumans are going to destroy the X-Men. And I think Forge also agreed to destroy the cloud. I think, like, every, they said that one of them, like, didn't really agree with him. Oh, no, them, like, I think abstained. Forge was in between. Yeah, he was. He was in between. Um, and... So Beast is like, you guys are all stupid, and I'm going back to New Adelan. And so fucking, you know, all the X-Men are just going to stand around, right? They're just going to stand around and do nothing, right? Yeah, Magneto's just going to let Beast walk away. Emma's just going to let him go walk away and warn everybody. No. It wasn't them, though. Storm shoots a fucking lightning bolt. She shoots it right in the back. Like, what a dick move. She should have shot him in the asshole because that's what he is, an asshole. (laughs) Big blue furry asshole. Yep. Am I the only one getting turned on right now? Emma shows up at this uh, Inhuman club because Inhumans have their own clubs. It's Black Belt's club. Separate but equal. No, it's not just for Inhumans. It's, uh, okay, so you don't know much about the Inhumans, but it's Black Belt's club. I know enough. Okay, it's Black Belt's club and anybody can go there, like anybody no matter what, where they're from, aliens, whatever, their race or whatever. But the only rule is that they can't fight. 
And if they do, then Black Bolt takes care of... No, that's true. <laughs> so, like, everybody's just, like, you know, the the uh, the Union and the uh, Rebels... What are they called? What are you the fucking Confederates the and the Unions. They're just, like, sitting around, getting drunk, giving each other blowjobs because they're allowed to do that there. So... <laughs> that's that's basically what the club is. You're welcome. Wait a second. Wait, wait. So they're giving each other blowjobs because they can do that at this club, as opposed to if they were going to another club, they're not allowed to give each other... Well, I'm sure they're allowed to give them each other blowjobs at other places, but at this place in particular, they're not allowed to fight. Okay. So what you're saying essentially is that... If two dudes want to blow each other, they need to go to Black Bolt's club. What I'm saying is that if dudes aren't fighting, there's not much else to do other than blow each other. And that's what Black Bolt's club is for. <clears throat> You're welcome. Thanks, Black Bolt. A- Emma shows up at the Inhuman Club, and she's just, like, um, you know, hanging out in some VIP area. And uh, then just tells him that that truce that they've had is over. And then Fuck this it. singer that has been singing at the Inhuman Club, as she's, like, new there. She walks in, and she points a gun at Black Bolt, and he says, don't, very quietly. And, of course, all the fucking sonic waves hit her, and she reveals herself, and it was Dazzler! Fuck yeah! In disguise! Secret Agent Dazzler! I was so fucking happy. Yeah? I was so fucking happy, because I kind of I kind of knew something was up with that, with the singer... And then I was like, who would be able to take out Black Bolt? And I was trying to think about it. And then, bam, she reveals herself. And I was like, fuck, yeah. Now, you know, he's got this, like, power where he can kill people just by saying words. And Dazzler absorbs sound energy, sonic waves. I don't know what the, whatever the fuck she does. So she has all of his energy now. Then Emma hits him right in his fucking throat, taking out his vocal cords. Allison is, you know, harnessing all that fucking energy and just, like, punches him through a whole shitload of walls. Um, I'm sorry I'm late on this. I was checking my phone. My mom texted me. Yeah, she fucked him right in the throat. <laughs> she she throat fucked him. She did. Emma's good at that shit. You know, so then they cut to young Jean has uh, Karnak. It, this this was kind of cool. This was a little creepy, too. I she, love that. She just kind of just, like, walks in, and, you know, Karnak's all like, oh, well, I thought they would have sent, like, a warrior, like Logan or something. And she's like, I'm a warrior, and I'm a cute little fucking redhead. And, Same. you know, Karnak is basically just giving her shit. And then he realizes, he's like, wait a second, I got deja vu. And Gina's like, oh, yeah, so this is the fourth time we've had this conversation. We've been doing this for six hours now. (sighs) She's got him fucking trapped in his own head. And I thought that that was amazing. I fucking love Jean Grey. I'm really? Jean Grey. Yeah, no I'm idea. I'm Jean Grey, and I love her. No idea. So then uh, there's the fucking Inhumans go to Chechnya, and there's some poor sick mutant there, and like, oops, nope, it's Magneto in disguise, and uh, so they get Eric on board. They, they don't fucking realize it. He's covering himself with essentially a fucking a blanket. Hoodie. Yeah, I mean he's like you know pretending to be a fucking ghost for Halloween. He's got this white sheet on him, and he they're was like, cute. what? And then he's like. Mm, he just breaks their battleship then apart. he was like Jew power yeah uh, <laughs> Jew power go <laughs> it's mighty Jewy time um, mighty morphin Jew time mighty morphin Jew time yeah so yeah he just breaks their battleship apart and um, so fucking Human Torch notices that all the fucking X-Men kids are flying towards New Adelan and gets Medusa's attention and then they get ready for battle, assuming the truce is over. I don't know. I, there's just this issue was so much goddamn fun. Maybe because it was, you know, the Inhumans kind of just getting fucked every which way. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, I, I mean, Emma was right, though. At the end of the day, Emma was right. If that first cloud hadn't been destroyed, all mutants would have been fucked already and they wouldn't have even known. But what is the plan... For this is what I'm really interested in because I, I know you know the next couple of issues there's probably gonna be some fighting a couple of little twists and turns and and humans are gonna get fucked up X Men are gonna get fucked up fine but at the end of the day what I'm most curious about is what is going to happen when everyone finds out the truth about Scott what is her plan because they are going to find out Alex knows Scott's brother Alex knows the truth he's the only other one where is he I don't think I missed something there. 
I'm just, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen. And I'm also a little worried because this feels like something Emma is going to get fucking killed over. And God, I don't want her to die. Okay, so this is something that I actually didn't even think about or consider until you mentioned it. That, you know, she obviously showed Havoc that she showed him Scott's body in the last issue. And so Havoc knows that Scott was dead before Black Bolt kills him. And he's the only one who knows other than the cuckoos. I didn't even think about like what the repercussions would be about when they found out that Scott wasn't like really killed by Black Bolt. Like it was like, you know, Franz Ferdinand getting killed and starting World War One. So, I mean, his death is kind of the catalyst that caused them to go to war. I mean, if he hadn't gotten killed by Black Bolt, even if, you know, Beast told them this news, would um, would Storm have ordinarily been like ready to jump the gun and say, yeah, I agree with Emma's plan. I knew about it and I'm going forward with it because we need to save our people. Or would she have tried being a little bitch about it like she normally is and trying to talk it out, trying to talk out this cloud that's going to kill mutant kind. Yeah, talk that cloud down. Yeah. I mean, that's what Storm does. She talks to clouds. Why can't she fucking talk to the clouds? Sounds like a bunch of liberal bullshit. Just talk <laughs> your feelings out. Love Trump's hate. Okay. You know who you know who killed the Nazis? It wasn't it wasn't you little like babies with flowers and shit. It was the fucking Soviets. It was the commies. The commies killed <laughs> the Nazis. All what? I'm saying. <laughs> what? I'm saying that you can't Trump hate with love. It doesn't make sense. Oh my god. I don't I don't know where to start. Why? Why is this why is this happening while we're recording? Yeah, so again, you know, it was a really good setup issue. Um I am curious to see where it's going to go, but there are like more important things that I'm curious about. Like um, you know, what's going to happen to Emma? Is anyone going to find out what's going to happen when they do? You raised a good question though. Like would everybody still be as and they're not, you know, really gung-ho about it, but would everybody still be on board with attacking the Inhumans if they knew that that wasn't really Scott? I, I don't know. I mean, if they found out that the Empox killed him, like, fucking in a blink of an eye, maybe they still would be, but maybe not. I don't know. But I'm looking forward to the next issue. Maybe the Kalama. Uh, no. Don't even joke about something like that. Maybe they'll replace her with Phoenix. So we had uh, two tie-ins. Uh, this month as well, we had Uncanny X-Men number 16, and this uh, dove into what's going on with Karnak being trapped in his mind and Jean Grey. Uh, it opens with Karnak killing Sabretooth and having a discussion with Medusa and saying that um, the mutants attacked when they might have negotiated. Negotiated what, though? There's honestly nothing to negotiate. Uh, if this cloud's gonna fucking expand everywhere, it's gonna expand everywhere, but whatever. Yeah, that's like... That's like um. <laughs> You know, if there's an a, like a fucking missile coming that uh, say Russia shoots a missile at us, we're going to talk to Russia and just be like, "Hey, maybe you can stop this missile." Yeah. Why don't Why don't you you know <laughs> stop wasting your time talking about the inevitable? Yeah. When you can fucking do something about it yeah. and just destroy the missile. Yeah, nuclear bomb goes off. Oh, let's talk, let's talk about it now. Maybe you can call back all that radiation and shit. Maybe wow, you can wow. suck that back in somewhere. Oh, let's talk about our feelings. Yeah. Um, everything escalated quickly. There were mistakes made on both sides. There were not. But, you know, it doesn't no, matter. No, then humans made all the mistakes. But then Karnak realizes he's not in New Adeland. So Gene and the Cuckoos are sitting there. Um, I'm not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> they're keeping him trapped in his mind. Good. And Irma decided to show Sabretooth killing a bunch of the Inhumans, and Jean is like, oh, that's not nice, because when this is over, they're going to have to kiss and make up and be besties again. Bullshit. Nobody's got to kiss and make up and be besties again. And Phantom X has, all, uh, has uh, Jean and the Cuckoos protected in the world. The, uh, it was originally the Weapon Plus program facility. Uh, uh, Phantom X has sworn to protect. It's his baby. Uh, it is his baby. And, um, you know, Phantom X is trying to fight some of the world's defenses. And he has Irma link his mind with Karnax. So the Inhuman sees a bunch of X-Men approaching while Phantom X wants to see how Karnak would handle that threat. So Phantom X rips off Karnak's moves to deal, to deal with the world's defenses. 
Uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting. It was. But, so the Someday Corporation was using technology from the world. Uh, the corporation hacked into its system, and Phantom X takes the virus out. Then he puts in a psi shield to lock out Irma, and he's shown talking to the world's defenses, and then he somehow plans on becoming the world. Uh, he puts his id, ego, and superego into the system. Those were all once separate. Uh, they're all back in him now, but he's putting them into the system, so he's going to become the world. I don't really know what his endgame is. I don't know why this issue had this going on, too, because this seems kind of like a... a it was weird and out of place and stupid and confusing. It, it was. I, I mean, honestly, I, I thought it was a little interesting, but I just I don't feel like right now was the time to tell this. Like you've Unless got, it's going to somehow be incorporated... And yeah. like they're going to have to make Phantom X like the you know mutant bad guy. Yeah, I guess. I mean that that's that's what I was I was gonna get at too. It's like this just it's it's fine, but how does this tie into IVX? How does this tie into what's going on? Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Maybe the fact that he's doing this is gonna fuck up Gene and the Cuckoos, and they're gonna lose their shit, and Karnak's gonna snap out of it and punch all of them in the throat or wherever their weak point is. Probably the crotch. Um, it's always the crotch. It's always the crotch. You always go for the crotch, kids. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. That was kind of weird to just jump back and forth to these things. Um, but what the girls were doing to Karnak was interesting. Fun. Yeah, no, it was fun, but they kept getting distracted. And, you know, the, there's one tiny little panel, and Karnak seems to have found the weak point in their mind games. I don't know. So there's a few things that I want to say about this that... You know, the girls kept talking about like, oh, we're getting distracted. And I'm like, maybe you should stop talking because you're getting distracted. Why don't you just focus inward and work on this projection better that's, you know, keeping Karnak in this loop? You know, if you keep talking, you're not going to have 100% of your mind focused on what you're supposed to do. Also, I thought, okay, Phantom X, I feel like I mentioned this on a past podcast. Phantom X is one of my favorite characters. I know, whatever. <laughs> I fucking love Phantom X and I thought it was amazing how when he was fighting these enemies, he was like, hey, girls, can you patch me into Karnak? Which was kind of stupid because then it was also breaking the connection. And I'm like, OK, Karnak, uh, OK, Phantom X, really? Like, are we really? Whatever. So I don't know if you mentioned this to people who don't know, but Karnak's power is to basically see the flaws in everything. Karnak would n know how to defeat these enemies, basically. And then, you know, Phantom X basically just used them. And when he was done with that, you know, the girls were trying to talk to him or whatever. And he was like, ah, uh, activating Psy Shields, bye. Like, thanks for the help. You know, it's like a screw them and leave them type of deal. <laughs> What's the one that rhymes about, like, fucking them and leaving them? You know, you know those things. No? <laughs> I know those things? No, I mean, like... I'm, I'm your boyfriend. I know those knowledge, things. knowledge, <laughs> whatever. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, like I said, I mean, the issue was fine. I wish it had focused more on Gene and the Cuckoos uh, fucking with Karnak's head. But, um, you know, whatever. We'll see where that one goes. Um, and then the last tie-in was Extraordinary X-Men number 17. And just right off the bat, like... A quote early in the book was, uh, my mom told Iceman and the gothy blonde girl with the sword that we wouldn't leave our home. I just like how magic was, just, was described as the gothy blonde girl. I love it. Uh, the um, gothy blonde girl with the sword. <laughs> okay. Um, so I just need to say this about this issue was that I had read this before Jonathan too. And I was like, okay, I got 17 comics this week. So I needed to read a bunch every day. And... Uh, this was one of the books that I read. I told him, I didn't want to tell him which book made me cry, but one of them made me cry. And then he read this and he was like, I don't know, it was a bit cheesy. And I was like, I was crying. And then I thought about it later and I cried again. Okay. So I didn't say that like this was cheesy. There were a couple of cheesy parts to it. And the part that you're talking about that you cried about was not the cheesy part. It was a little predictable, but it was not cheesy. It was it was actually very it was very well done. All of the X-Men are, you know, doing their own thing. Everybody's running around the mansion and whatever because you know they're rich. So, it's focusing on this family that there's like this little girl who's in a bed and her slightly older sister and her mom. You know, they're like 
just kind of talking. So it turns out that the young girl, her name is Maya, and she's a mutant, and she has M-pox, and she's dying. You know, they, the X-Men found them. They told them that there was hope and that they had to take them to X-Haven. And so they, they agreed, and they wanted to go get help for Maya. And uh, Storm promised to help her. But Maya's older sister, Alicia, was trying to get somebody's attention. So she, you know, is walking around the mansion. She sees Storm. Storm says, not now, I'm busy. She was talking to old man Logan. And she says, like, oh, redheads, I've heard in the X-Men are really popular. So she sees Jean, and Jean is talking to the ex-kids. And Jean is like, sorry, we're about to do something. And this girl is just... She seems like she has, like, all this anger, but she's so shy and doesn't seem like she wants to bother anybody. And that's when, like, it kind of hits her, I think, that she's like, no, this is for my do- my my sister. She's dying, and I need to speak up and do something. So she basically just starts screaming and says, you know, she thought that she was going to live with the X-Men, and she's, you know, isolated in a tent, and it seems like nobody has time for her. And she talked about how uh, Maya's always wanted to be a superhero and the X-Men were always her favorite and Storm was always her favorite. And she always dressed up like Storm on Halloween and also just random occasions, which I can totally relate to. So she gets Storm's attention eventually. Storm visits her. You know, Storm is just being very sweet and caring. You know, Maya tells her that she has X-ray vision and Storm says, well, you know, that's that would be so helpful and asks her what her code name wants to be. And Maya decided to pick Lucid. And then Storm makes her a member of the X-Men and she dies. Maya dies, not Storm. So then Storm was like, we've been trying to keep isolated so that we could keep people alive. But like, this is not what we're about. Like, I can't see these kids dying when there's something else that we can do instead of trying to take care of the effects like let's go after the cause you know instead of putting a band-aid on your finger after you cut yourself you know i don't know if that's a good analogy i can't think of anything right now i'm really tired (laughs) yeah same same we're both very very fucking tired yeah i and and this was actually you know like kind of sweet issue and and it was it was sad you know i mean the whoever the artist was uh, I don't remember the name. I didn't make a note of it. I don't think it was anybody particularly, you know, like household type of comic book artist name. Uh, I'll be honest, it wasn't the greatest art, but I think drawing the emotions on Storm, Maya, um, Alicia, like, is spot on. It was it was all fucking perfect. And it was really sad. It was really fucking sad. You know, Maya's face lit up when Storm entered the tent, like... You know, and then just watching her smile and tear up as she dies. You know, what I thought was a little cheesy was early on in the issue, you know, Storm has, like, this little fucking ethical crisis and was talking with old man Logan about it. And war goes against everything I am. I swore to protect these people. War is not heroic and blah, blah, blah. You know, and later on, after Maya dies and she leaves the tent, you know, you get the obligatory speech there about, you know, oh, the X-Men have always found a way to get through things, but they failed, and so they're going to war. Uh, and, and on top of that, she, she caused it to start raining before, just to add to the fucking drama and add to the effect of this little monologue. She call, she causes it to start raining and goes out there and starts talking to all the X-Men. That's what was kind of cheesy. You know, again, it was, it was fine. It just reminded me of like Independence Day when President Bill Pullman had fucking, you know, all the army fucking, uh, soldiers on the fucking jets and all that. And what are you doing? You're point you're Jonathan's playing with a rubber band and I'm yeah. confused. Yeah, I'm playing with a rubber band. So fucking what? Okay. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that and explain things at the same time. Okay, it's just confusing. I can do I'm that. I'm getting and distracted. I can, and I can talk about mutants and play with rubber bands. Is my mutant power. <laughs> Playing with rubber bands and talking about mutants. All right. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty much it for Inhumans vs. X-Men and its tie-in so far this month. So altogether, I thought it was a pretty interesting start. You know, I hope it picks up a little bit more in the coming months. So what do you guys think of IVX and its tie-in so far? Whose side are you on in this upcoming war? Well, if you're listening to this, hopefully you're on the fucking X-Men side. Or go fuck yourself. We don't want any inhuman sympathizers around these parts. Gross. Bunch of commies, sibling fucking scum. Uh, what's wrong with commies? Just kidding. I'm a commie. Except for the sibling fucking. 
Not kidding about that, because that's not just wrong, it's illegal. So we're going to take a break and be right back. Oh, hello there. I didn't, I didn't see you come in. Seriously, fucking knock next time. We could have been naked. Say, you look, usually are. you look like a geek. What's your geek? Whatever it is, Geekade's got you covered. From videos featuring obscure video game swag to comic book and wrestling articles to tabletop podcasts to nerdy top tens, Geekade is a one-stop shop for all nerdy needs. Stop by Geekade.com today and tomorrow. There's new content released every single day. Oh, you're still here? Don't get your hopes up. Nobody's naked yet. But I get it. You really love the X-Men, don't you? And it upsets you that the cartoon Wolverine and the X-Men was canceled only after one season. Hey, no need to go on a murderous rampage or light town hall on fire. There are plenty of other Wolverine and the X-Men lovers out there, too. One million to save Wolverine and the X-Men is a page on Facebook where you can find all sorts of X-Men merch, trivia, and the mutant of the day every day. That's one million to save Wolverine and the X-Men on Facebook. You like saving things, right? You don't want to be responsible for suffering and death, do you? All right, everyone. So there was uh, some news in December, and uh, a few of these are kind of left over from what they started announcing in November. It was the details of the series for Resurrection uh, that we're going to be getting in the spring. Uh, the X-Men side of it, apparently there's going to be in Humans Resurrection too, but nobody gives a flying fuck about that. Uh, so the details for the Jean Grey series. Yes. So, duh, speak of the devil, Dennis Hopeless Love is going to be writing it. And uh, Victor Ibanez is going to be the artist. And there is going to be a Phoenix story. Yay! Because how would a young, unprepared Gene handle the Phoenix? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hijinks will probably ensue, like the Earth exploding kind of hijinks. Yay! Um, as and, long as the Inhumans are on it, I don't give a shit. Uh, now, uh, and on, honestly, though, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to link um, link the website in the description, uh, so you guys can read this too if you'd like. But um, you know, Dennis Hopeless sounds pretty passionate about delving into the character, not sexually, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure she's still underage, and also fictional, so that might be tough to work out. There but, uh, are lots of guys who are into that kind of stuff, and they make pillows for that kind of stuff, too. I think they make porn for that kind of stuff, too. They do. They do. There is porn. Porn is still around, guys. Don't porn, worry. Porn is still around. It's still a thing. It's still okay. Go do what you got to do. But yeah, he sounded pretty passionate about it because I think he said that it was one of the first things he ever wrote when uh, for Marvel was, uh, you know, some sort of um, Jean Grey story. So he's really happy to have to have this. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Like I've said, you know, Dennis Hopeless is a great writer just because he did an issue or a story arc that I didn't like or that we didn't like, you know, doesn't mean he's a bad writer at all. So I'm really, really curious to see where this is going to go. Uh, next up is the details for the Cable series. James Robinson is going to be the writer, and he's most recently done Scarlet Witch, Ugh. who we hate because yes. we're resentful little children. Um, yes, because she fucking <laughs> she ruins everything for mutants, and she's a fucking cunt. She and, ruined it, the ruiner. And they got retconned anyway, and she's not a mutant anymore, so I can hate her. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, and Carlos Pacheco is going to be the artist. He's actually Pacheco. a... He's a real... What? I don't know. <laughs> Pancejo, pendejo. No, no, no. That sounds racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize to everyone who's of whatever race that was being offensive toward. <laughs> um, but no, he's actually a great artist. He's done some work on Inhumans recently, but he's been around for a long time. And, and I, I didn't know this and I wouldn't have known. Like, I've seen James Robinson's name on a bunch of comics recently, but he's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he, what? <laughs> he gets around. He gets, he's been around for a long time. You into old guys? I don't know. I'm, no. <laughs> yeah. You're eight years older than me, so. Yeah, clearly, I guess there's some merit to yeah. that. Can you tell? <laughs> um, so he worked on the Cable series very briefly, like 20 years ago. But he said that it's going to be at least, I don't know if the whole thing is going to be about time travel. He didn't really specify. <sighs> it's going to be about time travel because everybody loves <sighs> time travel these fucking days. This is all we do with Marvel, time travel. Time slide by two. There's uh, a new villain who's figured oh, no, out. body slide by two, right? Body slide by two. Uh, yeah. well, slide that body. Because there's a new villain who's figured out how to manipulate the butterfly effect. I hope his name is Butterfly. There Wouldn't that be a great already, code name? Butterfly? There, there, code name Butterfly. There is a Butterfly. Code name Butterfly. You know, it's Leela, it's Leela 
I'm Butterfly. Okay. Where is he? <laughs> okay, but but what about Leela? That's already Leela. Leela. Layla. Layla. Like Lilu. Lilu multipass. She Patty no. hasn't Patty hasn't seen the Fifth Element. Everyone. No, Layla. Layla's code name was Butterfly. Yeah, but it wasn't Butterfly. But maybe she talks like that. You don't butterfly. know. Butterfly. But you. A little blonde girl does not you, talk like Butterfly. But. She, <laughs> she seems. To, <laughs> she has a Hello Kitty umbrella, and you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jonathan is a little cuckoo right now. I'm one of the Stepford cuckoos. Shut up. There's there's Sophie. I'm and going Phoebe to punch you in the face. And Irma. And Esme. And Butterfly. <laughs> anyway. All right. So uh, next up is uh, the Weapon X series. Uh, Greg Pak is going to be writing it. He's done a lot of different stuff for different companies, but he's also done a lot of work on X-Men. And there's going to be Greg Land as the artist. Greg Why? Squared. Why? They should, you know how they have like girl groups and stuff? They should have a Greg group. A g- what? A Greg what? group. Because, okay, first of all, it's fun to say. Second of all, what? you know, then they have to get, like, an editor and a letterer and a colorist and just name them all Greg. Just <laughs> Greg, Greg group. Oh, Pack. His last name is Pack. Greg Pack. It's going to be a Greg Pack, Greg Pack. Oh, my God. It's the Greg Pack. <laughs> <laughs> they need to make that into a series, a I, comic book series. Yes. But, Patty, who would write the Greg Pack series? <laughs> It's like it's like you know they had that movie the Heather's. They, no. sh- they need to remake it. Call it the Greg Pack. But Patty, but, who would write the Greg Pack? Um, and who would do the artwork on the Greg Pack? This is this is what I have to deal with on a daily basis. Oh, maybe Greg Pack can write the Greg Pack. Shut your whore mouth. And Greg Land can do artwork on the Greg Pack. But where would they live? Would they have to live on the Greg land? <laughs> Guys, we are just purely running on caffeine at this point. I apologize. Oh, man. It took a, it took long enough for it to kick in. Um, all right. <clears throat> anyway, what's what, what was going on? So Weapon X is going to be a team of Old Man Logan, Sabretooth, Lady Deathstrike, Domino, and Warpath as they work to take down a new Weapon X program which aims to exterminate mutants because, of course, Weapon X is still around. Weapon X is always going to be around. But how does that team strike you, though? How are the characters? I thought that was interesting. I've always loved Lady Deathstrike so fucking much. Okay, and then, so we have Old Man Logan, check. We have Sabretooth, check. We have Lady Deathstrike, check. So uh, it's weird because usually when they have teams, it's usually like, okay, so we have a psychic, we have a flyer, we have like a heavy, we have somebody to take down like, you know, it's like, it's like, our, um, like RPGs, you know, you have a white mage, you have a black mage, you have a red mage, you have a fucking sword guy, you have defense guy, whatever. So it's weird that they're putting three people on this team who all have long fingers. Well, okay. Or <laughs> Finger spikes, some some sort of <laughs> some sort of spiky things in their hands. Finger spikes. Yes, yeah, so we have three people with finger spikes, and then Domino, who's just got luck and Warp- no finger spikes. No finger spikes She's for Domino. Finger spikeless. Yes, and Warpath, which is a weird addition. Well, he's stabby. You remember? Uh, I think it was Storm that gave him those knives that he was using when he was part of X Force, like almost ten years ago now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, he had he had knives. He was part of X-Force, and he was very stabby. But he left the team because I think he didn't want to be stabby anymore. That's, yeah. and He didn't want those, uh, he wanted to retire <laughs> those finger spikes. And the, the thing that I find weird is that, um, you know, the four of them are all, like, close-range people, and Domino is the only person that's, like, far range. You know, they're going to have to add somebody else to the team at some point, like some kind of psychic or telepath or telekinetic or something, because that's just kind of silly that they have four people who are only close range. So I I, I don't know. I thought that this was an interesting team, but I I just think, you know, the first preview that we saw for it had um, Laura and Wild Child too, and it would have been cool to see them in there. I don't know. Two more short-range stabby people. Yes, 
the more short range and stabby, the better. Um, but uh, you know what I, if what if the other team has guns or something? Well, that's why you have Domino, <laughs> and she's got luck. Yes, yes, that sounds like the perfect team. That's all we need. It does sound like the perfect team. Stop it. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if the Wolverine solo series with Laura is going to continue with Resurrection. I, I mean, fucking hope it is. I, I'm assuming they're all going to just be done, and then that these are going to be all the new series. That's what but I assume too. I don't know. I mean, it would be cool to see Laura somewhere, like you know, um, in Weapon X. That'd be interesting. But you know, whatever. Uh, and then the last news of a new book is X Men Prime, Ooh. which is just going to be a one shot. by all the different writers of the respective new x books and you know there was a preview of the artwork and and this is correct the correct name it is ardian i don't know how to pronounce that last name syaf or syaf or uh i apologize ardian 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 arcadian artemis Artemis what? Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl. So yeah, so I mean, um, this is probably just going to introduce each respective book, but there was some preview art that I've got up here uh, for X-Men Gold, and there's Nightcrawler, Colossus, and Storm, all looking relatively like we know and love them. Storm is back to, I guess, the full head of hair, but there's this Rachel with her new look. She looks hot. She looks interesting. Uh, she's kind of got something going on with the nose. Looks a little bit like Rudolph. Something going on there, but and those cheekbones, damn girl. But she's going by Prestige. I don't know how I feel about how that. many fucking names has she had. She's had Marvel Girl. She's gone by her name, Phoenix? Rachel Gray. Yeah, she's gone by Phoenix. I think she might have gone by Rachel Summers. Probably not because her dad's a piece of shit. Um, no, he's not. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, why? Why do we have? Can we just, like, pick a name and stick to it? Like, I know that Rachel Gray isn't the most well-known character of the mutants, but, I mean, why why now? She's been around since Days of Future Past. You know what she should change her code name to? Do I, do I care? The Greg Pack. Um, <laughs> you're fired. All right. Uh, so next up is... Um, <clears throat> Some uh, details on Legion, uh, the TV show. It is, as opposed to Legion, the real human being, or Legion, the uh, prime minister of Italy. Uh, Legion TV show premiering February 8th at 10 p.m. on FX. So the government has a division to track and control mutants or kill them if they can't. There's actually an extensive synopsis for this. And again, I'm going to be linking a webpage. But um, basically, David is in his early 30s, living in a psych ward. He escapes, tries to find help from his sister who doesn't want him around. And then he finds a nurturing therapist who has a team of specialists to help him. And, um, you know, again, with the page that I'm going to be linking, uh, there is uh, the most recent trailer on there. And it looks pretty cool. It, it really does look pretty cool. I mean, I'm not big into TV shows, following them at all. The only one that I follow regularly is The Walking Dead, you know, which feels like there's a new episode every five years. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of interested in this. What did you think about Legion? I am also interested in it. I thought that the trailer was really cool. Um, we've talked about this before. I really like Legion. You really don't like Legion. You yeah. don't care about Legion. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, uh, I don't want them to fuck up things that I like, and I don't want them to become popular because <laughs> then his books are going to be expensive. <laughs> And I want things to be cheap so I can afford them. Marvel, drawing the line at eight ninety nine. All right, so next up, there was um, some people in the industry were privy to footage from the upcoming Logan movie. We call them the bourgeois. And uh, some quotes from those who saw it was, uh, X-23 is my new 11. Uh, Eleven is from Stranger Things. For those of you who don't know, if you don't know Stranger Things, as soon as this podcast is over with, you go need watch to it. stop whatever the watch fuck it. you're doing and go watch it. Stop masturbating and go watch it. Or go watch it and masturbate. That's fine, too. That's no, weird. there's okay. children in that show. Don't go do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Now heard Professor X say fuck at least five times. Woo! Uh, let's see. That was another quote. Scott Derrickson, director of Doctor Strange, says he expects this to be the best X-Men film. Uh, also, uh, there was a Brazil Comic-Con, and the people who attended were 
they were able to see some footage from the movie too. So I'm jealous of all of these people. There is a rumor that the next trailer for Logan, this is just a rumor, I don't know if this is anything, but that the next trailer is going to be coming in January. So I'm really excited for this movie. Uh, we just saw Star Wars Rogue One a couple of days ago, and they played the trailer and the previews. And, and he cried. And I started tearing up again. Every time I see this, and again, it's not just because of the footage, even though the footage I think is great. And it's, it's a song. It's well done. It's the song. Just, just I hope... Actually, I don't know how I feel about this. Maybe they should just play Johnny Cash's Hurt throughout the entire movie. Just fucking loop it throughout the entire movie. And I'll no. just be fucking bawling no. the entire time. No. All right. So next up is the New Mutants movie got a title, allegedly. And it's going to be called X-Men, The New Mutants. Ooh. Could not see that coming. That's allegedly the official title. And also allegedly it is going to start filming in Montreal in May. Uh, but not only that, not only is it titled, but this is going to be possibly a trilogy. Uh, the director has a trilogy planned, but of course that's not guaranteed. He said the movies are going to build on each other, but it, it's all going to depend on how the first movie is received. If everybody hates it and nobody goes to see I hate it, it, they're not going to make a trilogy. I hate it. Listen, I don't want to hear this throughout the entire movie. I hate it. If you keep saying that throughout the entire movie, I'm leaving, and I'm going to go see it by myself. No. And I'm not going to share my popcorn with you. I always share my popcorn with you. <laughs> I don't want you to say I hate it throughout the entire movie, because that is absolutely something you would do. No promises. All right. Well, anyway, I mean, I hope it's good. We're still, what, like a year and a half or so away from it, and I hope it gets turned into a trilogy. I hope it doesn't suck. But where does that leave, you know, further, like, um, further standalone X-Men movies? Who cares? They all suck. Fassbender isn't committed to it. I don't think any of them are, honestly. And because Gen it sucks. And Jennifer Lawrence said that she'd rather be Mystique in Guardians of the Galaxy. Which like, makes no fucking fuck sense and from? clearly she just wants to fuck Chris Pratt. Which, I mean, well, who doesn't, to be fair? <laughs> but, I mean, that's beside the point. Like, you know, it just, just proves she doesn't know any of the source material. Because Mystique isn't in Guardians of the Galaxy. Whatever. I'm sure that's not news to you guys, but maybe if Jennifer Lawrence is listening, that's news to her. Guess what, bitch? Fucking idiot. Mystique isn't in Guardians of the Galaxy. She's an X-Men character. That's why you played her. Fuck, there goes my rubber band. That's why you played her in the X-Men movies. Yeah, no, honestly, though, after X-Men Apocalypse, I don't really care too much about future X-Men movies with those, uh, with those actors. Thought Fastbender was a very good Magneto. McAvoy. Fancy. I thought uh, McAvoy was a good Professor X. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, the first class and Days of Future Past were both good, but they weren't amazing. They weren't uncanny. They weren't. Uh. Uh, they weren't extraordinary. Uh. I mean, I guess they were kind of all new. I, I don't know if I would say they were spectacular. Uh. Uh, that's it for this month's episode of Mutant Musings. Ugh. If you guys have any thoughts, questions, opinions, gripes, baggage, overdue books, feelings of inadequacy, expensive taste, repressed memories, or general comments, shove them up your ass. Feel free to leave them on this episode's page or on one of GeekAid's many social media platforms. And until next month, Forge was right. Oh, 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 oh. worth it. Oh, oh, that was funny. Oh. Because we mentioned Forge earlier in the episode. Yep. So she, yep. she said Forge yep. was right. Yes. That's the joke. I hate you. <laughs>